God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. If you were around back in the 1900s, you may recall Paul Harvey. He had a radio broadcast. It was nationally syndicated, uh, a program for which he later was introduced into the uh, Broadcasters Hall of Fame, as I, I recall. He had a program entitled The Rest of the Story, in which he would tell familiar stories, but tell a part of the story that no one knew. He'd talk about Abraham Lincoln, and he'd talk about a, a young man who grew up in a, you know, was born in a log cabin, and give the story of Abraham Lincoln. You didn't know who the character was until the punchline at the very end of the broadcast, where he would introduce the person in question, and then he would say, and now you know the rest of the story. Well, all of us would like to know the rest of the story. I mean, if I could talk to certain people, I would have a lot of questions. If I could talk to Amelia Earhart or Jimmy Hoffa, I, I would have questions. What happened? Where are you? You know, we all have questions that we would like to have answered. We'd like to fill in the rest of the story. Well, the Gospels give us the wonderful story of love, the story of Jesus Christ. And just as you think you've read the last of Christ on that side of his ministry, on the earthly side of his ministry, you get to Acts chapter 1, verse 1, where Luke says, The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus both began to do and teach. So God uh, instructs the penman to, to explain in Luke uh, what Jesus did and what Jesus taught, and, and that was done. And then he wants to show what happened following, the, the fact that Christ rose from the dead and what happened with his disciples and the coming of the power of the Holy Spirit and, and so on. So we want to know the rest of the story. We want to know what happened after the resurrection. The disciples were right there, but they wanted to know the rest of the story as well. What is going to happen now? So imagine what you would ask God if you could ask him, if you had five minutes to ask God every question, any question that you have, wouldn't you be curious and don't you think that he could give you some good answers? In verse 6, when they were come together, they asked him of, asked of him saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Now this was a good question. It's a question that they had been grappling with uh, Jesus' entire earthly ministry. They, they got it wrong. They misunderstood. And now that Jesus is risen from the dead, they say, Lord, will, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Now, sometimes we have good questions, but we're not going to get an answer. We don't, we don't get the answer we seek. In verse 7, he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. In other words, I'm not going to tell you. It's not for you to know. Okay, but just because Jesus doesn't give you an answer doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't give you anything. It's that oftentimes what he gives is greater than what you've asked. In verse 8 he says, But you shall receive power. You're not going to get an answer, but you shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses. So what's next? I'm curious. Is the Lord obliged to answer every question about your future or even about your life? Now, there's a very important uh, point to be made here, and that is that you don't need an answer to every question when you have the power for every need. You have the power for every day. 
Jesus did not give them an answer. He gave them power. And he says earlier, or he says here, you shall be witnesses. Well, what is a witness? A witness is a person who tells what he knows. Something he heard, something he saw, something he has uh, information about in a, in a court of law. So there were a lot of things that the disciples did not know, but there was something that they did know. They did know about the life of Christ. They did know about his death on the cross for the sins of, of, of all. Uh, they did know about his resurrection from the dead in power. So they didn't get an answer to the question they had, but they received power to be a witness of what they did know. May I just say today, you know everything you need to know to do what you need to do. Maybe you don't have the answer to every question. And that's okay because God does know. And more importantly, you don't have the power for every need, but God does. And when God does not give an answer to every question you have, God does give the power you need for every uh, thing you may face. You know, the Bible tells us in verse 4 that when they were assembled together with them, when being assembled together with them, uh, Jesus commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. In other words, they were to wait for the endowment, the giving of power from God Himself, God the Holy Spirit. So there are a lot of things I'm curious about, and that is fine. That is as it might, might well be. And I can ask God for answers. But I need to know that when I do not have an answer, I do have power, because I don't need an answer to every question when God has given the power for every need.